Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. Now that Coolio's dead, I think this is our moment. Our moment to really lock down the entire rap game. Yeah, there were two things standing in our way from, from locking down the rap game. The first was Queen Elizabeth, and the second was Coolio. And With them both out of the picture, now this is our moment. It's pretty incredible that it all happened at the same time. Yeah. So... How do we uh, how do we take advantage of this? I don't know. We need uh, we need cool names. We have the producer Mike Jones, the producer Mike Jones, oh, yeah. Meek Jones, Meek Jones, the producer. What would your rap name be? You pump. Oh my! I was waiting. For, I was waiting for Jones to <laughs> I answer. Saw I saw you looking at him, and I was like, hmm, I think I'm not I, talking to him. I thought it was pretty um, pretty well established already just by that last lens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's Meek Jones. Uh, wow, let's see. Um, I don't know why this is the first thing that popped in my head and I have no explanation. I'm just going to say it out loud because it's just what popped in my head. Will you judge me? Always. Damn it. All right, I'm going to do it anyway. Crab Shack Pumps. No, actually, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. Crab what? Shack Joey, even though I have no Joey in my name. Why? I don't know. I just thought of Crab Shack as a good rap name. Or Joey Crab Shack. <laughs> or crab apple. <laughs> what? What just happened? I, I told you not to judge me. We were on the verge of getting famous, and then you started trying to name yourself. Well, I really want to name myself Frig Newton, but I feel like that's going to be yours. So before we started the show today, we decided that um, we're going to name the episode Frig Newton. Oh, it's and, such a uh, good name. It's a great rap name. So are you going to be Frig Newton? Because if you're not, I'll take it. I mean, at this point, you should take it because your rap naming ability is awful. So Crab Shack's not a good nickname? <laughs> no? I mean, I, I could know. just stick with Veal Daddy and be fine. All right. So you're Veal Daddy. I'm Frig Newton. <laughs> and Jones is uh, Meek Junes. Meek Junes, the producer. Yeah. Would you guys mind if I went down a quick list of the rappers who have either been shot and killed this year or died? Not at all. all right, shot and killed or died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just uh, let me get to 2022 here. Hang on a second. Can you only read ones who their first word is either young or lil, like L-I-L? Yeah, sure. Well, there's there's so many, though. Uh, so let's uh, give a big shout out to Jay Stash, who was uh, murder-suicided. Rippity-dippity. Uh, Gino J, shot and killed. Rippity-dippity. Tracks a million died of cancer. Rest uh, in power. Damn. Trap baby. Rest in, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Mob K, shot and killed. Rest in peanut butter. Earl Swavey, shot and killed. <laughs> Earl Swavey? That's Earl such Swavey's a good, a good one. Sad Frosty, drug overdose. <laughs> oh, oh, Sad Frosty. Wavy Nash Poo. Oh. 900 Collie. We're going to hell. You know that, right? Hercules with a K. <laughs> this isn't the tipping point. <laughs> yeah, this isn't what's causing us to go to hell. But it's it's the icing on the cake. Maybe Crab Shack Pump isn't so terrible now I that told I hear you. now that I hear these people's names. It's cra- it's just Crab Shack now. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I like as I mature, like by each album, I like it gets shorter and shorter. Good, because I wasn't feeling so. I'm just Joey gonna be just like end. I'm just gonna be Shack, you yeah. know, C Shack. 
There's so many of these that I don't even know how to say. Like this one is High C Wovitz. Crab Diddy. I'm sorry. I'm the last name is W V T T Z. Is that how you say it? Wovitz. Is I, it? I don't know. I guess you can literally name yourself anything, and it's okay. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, cash out Geo. Rest in pudding. Uh, big shout out to Big Glocka. <laughs> uh, Rested powdered donuts. Audi 06. What? Nice. <laughs> Uh, Coke Boy Flip. Oh, if we're going that route, then I'm Chevy Blazer. <laughs> Wait, Coke Boy, Coke Boy Flip? Rest yeah. in Pepsi. <laughs> Young Tonka. <laughs> yes! Young dude. Tonka is a good name. That's a good name. That's a great one. Rest uh, in peace. Silk Forever. <laughs> DJ K Slay. Bro, I want to be Lincoln Log. <laughs> oh, like, that's a good one. Oh. Uh, shout out to Fresco Don. <laughs> Fresco Don's a good one. Uh, I feel like Panama Donnie's better, but yeah, Fresco Panama Donnie's much better than Fresco Don. But Fresco Don's pretty awesome. Yeah. they uh, could be in the same rap rap team. Big RIP to Pip Cartier. Uh. <laughs> Money Gang Vante. <laughs> Yo, this uh, is crazy. Crazy. I'm not even. I'm in May right now. That's wild. And I'm skipping a lot. What was the one? Bad Frosty. Yeah, that's that's yeah. insanely good. That's so good. Oh, you could be Vanilla Frosty. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Maestro Yak. Jo- Jones, uh, this is the weirdest thing I'm ever going to say, even weirder than Crab Shack Pop. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if you were a flavor, you would be a Strawberry Frosty. Is that weird? <laughs> like when I, when I go to Wendy's and I see that they now have Strawberry Frosties, they go, I bet you Jones likes this. <laughs> Is that weird? And you know what? They got rid of the vanilla frosty to make room for the strawberry frosty. Are you upset about that? Yeah, super duper upset. Well, I never had a vanilla frosty, but I do enjoy strawberry like fribbles and shakes. So yeah. I feel like I would like the frosty. Yeah, I had it. Not on purpose, but I had it because I stole my daughter's. My daughter got one and forgot she got it. And then I had it. Oh, it's and it was best. delicious. But I forgot. Do you mean you like hit it behind the bag so she didn't know it was there? Yeah, but I forgot it. I put it in the freezer and then let the <laughs> when night. she went to bed. Yeah, she went to bed and then. And uh, night person uh, Pomp ate it. Yeah. Crab Shack Pompey came <laughs> in out of, out of the woodwork <laughs> for whatever rock he was under and uh, ate the strawberry frosty. And she has not asked about it yet. So I think I'm in the clear. Yeah, you're good. You're golden. That's it. I got away scot-free. You ever wonder why it's scot-free? Like, who's Scott? Bro, you don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, Scott, who was Scott Free, what do you think his rap name is? Ooh. The first thing I Googled is Scott Free Productions, which is a... Uh, is it a rap label? Because yeah, it'd be amazing. It is a rap label. Is it really? Yeah. Well, there you go. You think they'll sign us? Frankie Scott Keys? That'd be a good, uh, that'd be a good rap name. Oh, Frankie Scott Keys, yeah. We'll be like uh, Thug Spangled Banner. <laughs> That's the name of the first album. Oh my god, dude, we're so good at naming rap stuff. <laughs> Jones, will you produce uh, the Thug Spangled Banner LP? Oh my god, the intro would oh, be. <laughs> it'll be so good, dude. The the It'd album be like a cover. State of the Union type deal. Stay, yeah, the, <laughs> the album the, co- the album cover will just be the U.S. flag, but instead of like fifty stars, it'll be fifty bullet holes. Dude, I love it. Dude, nailed it. <laughs> Field Daddy and Frig Newton. Frig uh, Newton. Frig Newton, produced by Meek Junes. Oh, man. This is the best day ever. Oh, I mean, I'm sad that Coolio's gone, rest in peace, but this is our moment to you know really like corner the rap game. I'm excited. Coolio had some good songs. Fantastic Voyage was like, 
such a summer anthem when we were young. I don't think people will ever, full, like young folk, will ever appreciate how popular that song was and for how long. Like, I know that Gangsta's Paradise is like the one, you know, like his, yeah. that was like, I think fast, I read that Fantastic Voyage hit three on the Billboard charts, but obviously Gangsta's Paradise hit one. And that was like the one people know him for. But man, Fantastic Voyage was like a couple of years before that, right? Yep. And we just played me. I remember me, you and Dave just listening to that song constantly. It, you can't not want a party when you hear that song. I mean, the whole video was about a party at the beach. Yeah. Remember the video? He puts like 3,000 people in the trunk. And yeah. They it, all climb out at the beach like a mariachi band. Like, it's so good. It's I bas- watched it recently. It's basically a ripoff of the Love Shack video. Yeah. By the B-52s. Who do you think would win in a fight? Uh, The two girls from the B-52s or Coolio? Coolio. He he could put blades at the end of all his hair. And just whip his head around? And just win. Yeah. What do you think, Jones? Oh, I don't even think there's a question. Coolio or? Like even like Coolio's like crazy, like what kind of car was that? Was it a a Chevy Impala or something? Yeah, most likely. Probably. Like, that'll take out a pink Cadillac any day. <laughs> Word. I think it was a Chrysler. It was as big as a whale. <laughs> yeah, but it was rusty. Yeah. No, that was a tin roof. Oh. Of the, of the shack or the car? I think the car was not rusted, but, <laughs> but it was as big as a whale. I think the shack was had a rusty roof, uh, if I remember the lyrics correctly. <laughs> what do you think, Jones? Wow, breaking down B-52s is not where I saw my Sunday morning going. You know, when we set out to do this podcast today, we had absolutely nothing in the show notes. So this is what happens. Now we have like we have like four things in the show notes. I think it's Joey Love Shack now. Joey <laughs> Love Shack. Oh, I went from Crab Shack to Love Shack. That's when we dropped the R&B album. <laughs> oh my God, that'll be the sophomore album. Yeah. Crab Shack to Love Shack. Oh, what are, oh my God. Think about this, Jones. We're going to be so rich. What are you going to do? That's with when your... I become Daddy Veal. <laughs> Daddy Veal. Oh, my God. Big Daddy Veal. <laughs> Big Daddy Jones, what are you going to do with your first royalty check? Uh, <laughs> buy one of the, like, I'll, I'll go to the supermarket and buy one of those sticky finger things out of the vending nice. machine. Oh, I miss those. Uh, what are the ones where you throw them on the wall, but they crawl up the wall? Oh, those are the best. Yeah. Those are cool. I forget what they were called. Yeah, those little slimy. Oh, I'm going to have to go find like an old box of Captain Crunch and see if I can get them in the box. <laughs> Do you guys remember the, the flavor of, what was that sugar-free powder that you would make into drinks when you were when you were kids? They had like pink lemonade, uh, crystal. Uh, crystal light. Yeah. yeah. So crystal light had a fruit punch. Do you guys remember the flavor of that or anything about it? Yeah, actually I have it at home. Okay, so we used to have that in the house when I was a kid. And I had like the... When you used to get like, um, you used to go to like a concert or like a wrestling event when you were a kid, you would get like the huge plastic collector's cup. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, so yeah. I had one of those and it was like a Saturday morning and I had fruit punch, crystal light fruit punch in it. And I threw that like finger, that sticky finger on like the string and it was on the ceiling. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. You know, like it's gone. Yeah. And as I was sitting there, it fell from the ceiling into my fruit punch. I remember this I mean, so that's vividly. Pre- that's a pretty good uh, shot. Yeah, but then the fruit pie, I drank the whole cup, man, and it just tasted so off that I'm literally 41 years old now, and I still remember how off that fruit punch tasted. Do you know taste and smell are like the, the strongest um, senses tied to um, like memory? So I didn't know sense. that. I could still taste that nasty fruit punch. 
Yeah, like you because could smell something. You ever like smell something and you instantly are like, holy crap, this reminds me of yeah. X? Yeah, think about that. It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. So then the crazier part of the story is once it dried, like the hand, it became stickier. Yeah. And then it worked better. I, I could see that. Cause so all then, the, I, all so the, then I started doing this thing where I would get them out of the quarter machine and I would dunk them in my fruit punch to make them better like a half hour later. Hey, man, that's pretty freaking innovative. Just I was, saying. I was a weird kid. I had one of those sticky things in our house in the Poconos and we like threw it up against the wall and it rolled up into a windowsill, but the windowsill was like 15 feet in the air and it just stayed there for 15 Bro, years. I was there when we got it. Yeah, we were throwing pillows at it. We like were that, adults. Right? Not adults. We were like 18 or whatever. Like I just... We were got, older than that. We were probably like 25. Whatever. And we had driven up there for the weekend and you like told the story and we're like, oh, let's get it now. And we got it. And we got it. I think we just got it by throwing, throwing pillows at it. We one? we did more than throw pillows. We concocted some schemes. Yeah, that was crazy. But it was super high. It was super high up, and it was like melted into the windowsill yeah. by that point. It was part of the house. Yeah. Oh, man. Nice. Rest in peace, sticky thingy. Rest in peace, like your old house before it got redone. Yeah, it's all nice now. Yeah. It, it doesn't smell like butthole anymore. The clock isn't stuck at 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had that clock. The clock was broken in the house for the entire our entire adolescence and adulthood mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Just stuck at 8. And we always had the joke, like, it's always 8 p.m. in Mastope. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, uh, is it too early to drink a beer? No, not at all. It's 8 p.m. It's fine. It was a solid joke. Yeah. I think last time I was there, was the construction was just starting. Yeah, it's totally redone now. Crazy memories. I talk about that house like a bunch. It's a good house. Because now, like, my, you know, Kylie, she's 19. Um, she like goes away to Pennsylvania with like M, like her friends Emma and Ryan for like a weekend, and I'm like, oh, I love it. Like this is what we used to do, and then, like I tell yeah. them, I tell them like the stuff we used to do, and I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> like that time where uh, have I ever told the story on the podcast about when we did German night? Probably. I don't right? know, but it was a that was a night. Do you, Jones, do you know the German night story? I know the story. I don't think uh, we've ever said it on the podcast. So go ahead and tell it. All right, I'll tell it. And if this is a repeat, you guys could just fast forward. That's the beauty of podcasts. All right, so we're up in my house in the Poconos for about three months living there because this is when we're doing the band full-time and we're recording an album up there. And we never wanted to leave the... Like when we were taking breaks and wanted to like go back to New York for the weekend, we never wanted to leave the equipment alone and everybody else had like reasons to go back home. And me and Eric were like, I don't really need to go back home. I'll, we'll just stay and protect the equipment. So me and Eric would just stay in the, in, the, in the cabin for the weekend. And there was no TV up there. So all we had was like, well, we had TVs. There's no cable. We had like a little like 19-inch TV. With a built-in DVD player. Yep. It had like a built-in DVD player. It was like what you would put in like a college dorm room in like, you know, 2002, you know. And... um we only had like five DVDs up there, and one of them was um, the movie Beer Fest, which was like the guys who did um, Super Troopers. And uh, so me and Eric decided we we're going to go out to dinner at a German place. It's like a half hour from the cabin. Amazing restaurant. Like really good. It's called the Alpine in the Poconos. Uh, if you're ever up in the Pocono area, go to the Alpine. You will not be disappointed. It's like world famous. Really good German food. Anyway, so we go there. We eat delicious German food. We actually have a picture from the night. You have a picture of me like stuffing my face with sausage. And I don't know why, but it's on Facebook. Um, 
Then we go home, back to the house, after, you know, drinking, you know, half of Vicens or whatever out of big friggin' pint glasses. They're like boots, you know? And then we go back and we put, we decide to watch Beer Fest on this little DVD player and play drinking games. Yeah. We're going to have our own, like, beer, you know, beer drinking competitions. So we were playing, like, quarters. Mm-hmm. And I think we were playing it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We were playing it basically, like, if I get the quarter into your pint glass you have to drink an entire pint of beer yeah in one we were drinking shot. like full beers in one shot we were chugging like pints at a time and we were like all right after beer fest is over we're, we're gonna watch super troopers so we probably polished off on top of the beers we drank at the restaurant we probably polished we off a, a whole case at least yeah like a 30 rack mm-hmm. of you know whatever whatever beer we were drinking back then probably like bush light yeah it was whatever it doesn't that doesn't matter and we drank about 30 like 30 in an hour and a half not even kidding like we drank incredibly fast and uh we got up i put in super troopers (laughs) hit play went to the bathroom and never came out (laughs) because i passed out on the floor and um threw up like a bunch of times and then i'm just telling it from my perspective i woke up at like six in the morning in still in the bathroom i had i guess in my drunken stupor Got, realized how cold I was laying on the floor. So I pulled all the towels off the towel rack just to land on top of me as a blanket. And I woke up to the sound of like the the title screen of the DVD for Super Troopers just playing this one screeching car sound over and over. It was like 7825, code six. Over and over. I was in the loft and I wanted to rip my face off because I couldn't move to walk down the steps to shut it off. And I heard it for hours. Oh, yeah. I woke up at like 6 a.m., but I didn't actually get up until about 8.30 a.m. So it was two and a half hours of just laying there in agony, throwing up and stuff. I get up and I look for Eric. I can't find him. I go to the front porch. I open up like the, the, the door. I look down and they just puke all over the floor out <laughs> off the deck. And I'm like, well, I guess Eric had a similar night to me. <laughs> and then Eric finally moseyed downstairs looking like green. You were like, we were both like completely hung over that was and you're one like, of dude. the roughest drinking extravaganzas i've had in my life and it was like for no reason no reason we planned it and just accomplished it yeah we knew what was gonna happen yeah i didn't think i was gonna throw up that much no, i knew we were gonna i couldn't stop it was like it was like never-ending drunkenness i was drunk for the whole next day too like yeah, it me didn't too. it's a good thing they didn't come back for like another day Give us time to clean up. So we have like that day to like just lounge and recover. Cover our tracks. I came back. We're like, yeah, everything's fine. Nothing happened. Also, if anyone would have tried to steal the equipment that day, it was theirs. Yeah. They could have had it all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. I think Uh, I left the the sliding door open on the patio that night. You definitely did. It was winter. It was, yeah, it was not, it was not warm. That's why I was so cold in the bathroom. Um, Oh man. That was a night. Anyway. Why did I tell that story? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, the house in the Poconos. Good times. Oh, the house in the Poconos. Good times. Good times. Man. I recommend to everybody to have a to at least have one one year of a house in the Poconos. Yes, and if anyone ever wants to use my house in the Poconos, um, I still haven't been there since the redo. Why don't we go up? Why don't we do an episode from there? We should do a podcast up in Poconos. Yeah, totes. I mean, the equipment is uh, pretty portable. Yeah, with the except, I mean, that mixing board is yeah. a little, I'll a little drive. large, but whatever. Yeah. We'll bring, drive. we'll bring one of the plastic bins. We'll throw it in the in the back of the uh, the Kia Sportage. And uh, oh, you—that's right. I forgot that you have a time machine now. Yeah, um, Jones, let's do this right now.
No, well, not right now. <laughs> Pause the episode. Yeah, all right, yeah. everyone, hold on. Pause. No. Um, th- I'm really excited now to do this. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out a day when we're not working and whatever, and we'll just we'll do a Saturday. We could probably do like three episodes up there. We probably could, to be honest. Yeah, we'll do like a morning app, eat some lunch, do an afternoon app. Eat some German. Eat some German food, get hammered drunk, and then do a drunk wow, episode. Wow, do a drunk episode. We should do a pre-Chatterbox episode, wow. post-Chatterbox episode. Oh, yeah, that's so much good food up there. There's another place called Chatterbox, which is Chatterbox amazing. Chatterbox Fs hard. I had a t-shirt from Chatterbox that said, um, say hello to Frank, Patty, and Small Fry. And it was like a Frankfurter. <laughs> it was like a hot dog was Frank. The patty was the cheeseburger. And then Small Fry was like a thing of French fries. And our friend Dokar, one day I'm wearing it, and he's like, oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, I guess you're Small Fry. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, your shirt, Small Fry. Patty Frank Small Fry. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Turns out my dad's name's Frank. My mom's name's Patty. And I'm wearing a shirt. This is Frank, Patty, and Small Fry. And I don't even put the connection together. So, so that And being happened. the littlest one of the group of friends, it, yeah, it worked perfect. It worked out perfect. So, Oh, that's my other rap name, Small Fry. Small Fry is good. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Chatterbox can, is good, too. Can I be big Small Fry? Wow. Yeah. Frankie, you, Patty, Small Fry. Thank you, Patty Small. But then now, ever since Dokes, uh, our friend Dokes called that out, I always think like my parents, Frank and Patty is like, like, what are the odds that a Frank and a Patty get together? You know, (laughs) they're like a walking barbecue. It's amazing. Uh, That's so good. I'm just going to pause for a second. You know, uh, Pomponio, which is my last name, uh, means uh, cookout in Italian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not. It's not true. That was a the, lie. I the wish that I could have taken a picture of the face that you made just now when you said that. Uh, would you say this episode's going off the rails? Not at all. If you were to rank this uh, this intro over the last like five intros, ten, ten out of ten. It's ten. It's ten. They're always a ten out of ten to me. I don't care. I love it. I love your confidence. All right. Well, why don't we? Um, I'll put our intro game up against anybody. Yeah, we do good intros. Um, speaking of uh, intros, I think we should bring this intro to a close and move on to our next segment, which is... Speaking of how good our intros are, we should end this. <laughs> yeah, speaking of our great intros, this one's going on too long. So, um, yeah, I think we should uh, hit them with some recommendations. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's cool. it's cool with me. All right, cool. Hit it. Okay, so my first recommendation is a simple one, and it's this. Don't be a Jets fan. That's it. Just don't be a New York Jets fan. It only brings you sadness and pain. Don't be a New York sports fan. Yeah, just don't be a sports fan. Actually, I'm going to revise my recommendation. Be a fan of Notre Dame during the movie Rudy. Okay. That's it, period. And then root for Notre Dame. 
I feel like there are some sports teams where you, you have it pretty good most of the time. Like if you're a Yankee fan, you're pretty good most of the time. If you're a Ranger fan, you got it pretty good most of the time. Just the, the Jets. They just, they, they're a different level of sadness. Like I don't know what it is about being a Jets fan that's just like extra sad. I think it's because like, they always give you a little bit of hope and then the hope, hope fades very quickly. See, I don't think they give you that at all. Like, I think there's like no hope with them, and that's why. Like, the <laughs> yeah, the Jets have given me no hope in in a decade. Well, look about like uh, think about last week, right? So they they win this crazy comeback, come from behind victory. We yeah, talk but, about it on the air last episode. Like, oh yeah, see, maybe. Yeah, whatever. but I I still knew they weren't gonna win. I know this past week. I know, but I always have this part of my brain. I'm like, maybe this is it. Yeah, maybe stop, this is the magical season. <laughs> and then they lay an egg. The Mets were like 30 games uh, ahead of everyone else for the division lead. And they literally lost the lead last night with like six games to play, which I knew was going to happen, even though they were up 30. That's brutal. Because I just know how the New York teams that I root for do. So depressing. Anyway, so that's my recommendation. Um, my second one is, for anyone who likes rock music, uh, there's a band called Coheed and Cambria. They've been around forever. Um, they're one of those bands where like their first couple of albums were amazing, and we were all into them, and they were really big in the in the punk rock world. Even though they're punk, but like they're like more like progressive rock, very like intricate music, whatever. But after like the first couple of albums, they had like 37 albums that nobody was paying attention to. At least. At least the non-hardcore yeah, I fans. I just stopped paying attention to them. Same. I didn't even I didn't even care what they were up to. Um, f- you know, fast forward to over the summer, uh, this past summer, and they're playing a concert at the new Forest Hills Stadium. It's like an outdoor venue that used to be like a tennis stadium. It's the Arthur Ashe. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it no, used to no. be. It Arthur used- Ashe is in Flushing. Uh, Forest Hill Stadium is like right off the train station. I just thought it was Arthur Ashe. I thought it was the same place. <clears throat> It's definitely a popular, like it's something, it was something famous at some point, but I think the pl- the new one in, in Flushing has replaced it for like the US Open and everything. All Elite Wrestling just had a big show there last Wednesday or the Wednesday before. At Arthur Ashe or Forest Hills? Forest Hills one. Yeah, it's really cool there. They did one at Forest Hills, really? Yeah. That's awesome. By the way, this venue, maybe my recommendation is just to see stuff at that venue. maybe it was Arthur Ashe. I don't know. I think it was Arthur Ashe. <laughs> but this Forest Hills, like you could take the train right there. You walk right off the train and like you... That area in Forest Hills looks like medieval times. I don't know if you even know how to describe it, but all the buildings look like they're like Renaissance era. So it's really cool vibe. There's a bunch of bars right there. And then you walk into the stadium and it's this big open area where there's a bunch of food vendors and and, and beer stands. It almost feels like you're at like a... When you're in like the food area, it almost feels like you're at like a beer festival. It doesn't even feel like you're at a concert venue. It's amazing. Anyway, so we see Coheed and Cambria and like my brother and my sister-in-laws and my wife, they all like plan this concert. I wouldn't have even proactively gone to see Coheed at this point. It's like they're so out of my, you know, out of my music rotation that I wouldn't even have thought to go. But anyway, we go and they play some stuff off their new album that just dropped in 2022 and it was like instantly caught my you know caught my attention was just awesome and i was like well now i gotta go back and listen to it so so my second recommendation is their new album it's called vaxis 2 a window of the waking mind i hate their song names and their album names that's just i'm gonna i'm gonna ignore the fact that it's terrible naming 
but the album is so damn good and one of the songs on it is called disappearing act and it's like a synth wave song so uh it's rock and synth wave and punk and all all deliciousness all just wrapped into one awesome song so, so. i get you you wrecked the album a while ago to me and i just i tried to give it a shot i think my brain is just so still like turned off from those duty albums over the, the years that just weren't my style yeah that i'm just having a real hard time like connecting with this one that happens sometimes dude there's sometimes where people will recommend an album to me and tell me how great it is and i'll listen to it and i'll just be like i can't do this it's not for me and i stop trying and then like a year later i'll try again and i'm like this album's amazing i can't believe i waited this long to like it uh sometimes it's just not the right time in your life there's also, I don't know if you guys are like this with music, but like sometimes I'm in the mood to listen to new songs and other times I just want to hear stuff I already know. And when I want to hear stuff I already know, no new song will sound good to me. Like I'm just, Facts. my brain is like, you know, closed off from that. I, uh, like a couple of weeks ago at work, I just, I've been off like a TV show kick. I just don't feel like watching anything. So I just ripped through the American Pie franchise. And just gave myself some giggles while working. It was amazing. But all I've wanted to listen to since then is like late 90s, early 2000s, like pop punk. Like American hi-fi. Yeah. And I've just, I just made a great playlist of like all this stuff. Not even just pop punk. Like Phoenix TX. That's on there. But like just those era of songs. And I've just been solely listening to that for the B- last Bic Runga. three weeks. Yeah. 100%. Mazzy Star? Yep. I love it. You basically are just calling out the playlist, and that's all I've been listening to. Yes. I'm in the mood for nothing new. It's all I want is that. It was a good time for music. Yeah, it was fantastic. Jones, any recommendations this week for you? Yeah, actually, I, I had one that I want to talk about, but now that you're talking about that, there's something else i got to recommend. Okay. Uh, so, Pomp had made an, an ordering error on a set of AirPod Pros recently, and he uh, threw the extra set my way. I can't tell you how like how good those headphones are. They are they are so good that they've actually made me want to listen to music again. Yeah, I love my AirPods Pro as well. I love that you love them. They're so good. I wish that I had a pair like the previous pair to compare them because I I can't I don't know what I don't know if they're that much better than the previous ones. But I will say this: after having worn headphones for most of my life, recording music and listening to music. These are probably the best headphones I've ever had. Yeah. Um, I had the old AirPods Pro. I will say the big... You keep, is that the right way to say it? You Air, keep saying AirPods Pro. It just sounds so weird to me. That's how you say it. Yeah, it's not AirPod Pros? No, it's AirPods Pro. Just like when people say um, line of businesses. Have you ever heard say like, oh, nope. that, those those couple of line of businesses. It's like, no, it's lines of business. No, that's not in my... Uh not in my world not in your world you don't you wouldn't <laughs> say lines of business in your world but lines gonna... of businesses drives me crazy so it's they're called airpods pro that's the name of it that's crazy my brain would never go to that i would always say airpod pros so yeah. if we go to two of these restaurants we'd be going to tacos bell tacos <laughs> bell we go to two tacos bell <laughs> that's a good rap name tacos bell tacos bell that oh, is really good that is pretty great add it to the list boom yeah, the, uh, the so the spatial audio out of Apple Music is ridiculously good. And there's a playlist of all stuff made for Dolby Atmos, which is a surround sound type of deal. And it's like it's it's blown regular music out of the water. For the me. new pros are Atmos? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the only reason I got them. I, I was actually looking at the AirPod Max, and uh, once the uh, either one of you guys said that they also did spatial audio, and I was like, oh, I'm sold them. That's all I was looking for. Yeah, because the AirPods Max, I tried them on. That's what they're called, man. Stop laughing. <laughs> the AirPod Maxes. <laughs> no, now it's that's weird. You got to yeah. go back. <laughs> the AirPods Max. I tried them on. <laughs> they both suck. It makes me think of like Springsteen Spruce <laughs> from that old whatever rap track that was. Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> Just stop making a plural. The Plurals are weird. English is weird, man. The AirPod Max is. Yes. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's weird either way. That's so crazy. Those are the over-the-ear ones. I tried them out. Um, I have to say they they feel really well built. They have like a good like weight to them they just feel like a luxury item but I, I kept thinking to myself when am i going to use these like think about it. like i'm not the kind of person that's going to wear like big over the ear headphones like on the train like that's just not my style. what if you wore them over your airpod pros and listen to two songs at the same time would the noise cancel cancel each other out and then make noise what do you think <laughs> i mean we gotta try it now. i love joe's face when i say stupid things he's just like embarrassed for me <laughs> No, you know why? Because you, you say ridiculous things like that so infrequently that when you do, I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm so dumb. Anyway, but the, uh, so your question about like AirPods Pro, the first generation versus the second, I had the old ones and I'll tell you the three biggest Friggs differences. Newton. Friggs Newton. <laughs> this is the, my second album. <laughs> so I had two albums. Um, so I have two's album. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the first generation... I'll tell you the three differences. The first one is noise canceling on the new ones is much more accurate without sounding like you're in a vacuum. Like the okay. old ones, noise canceling made it feel a little bit like your ears were plugged. You know I what felt I mean? like I was in space sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Which I so, still love because I have the origins. Yeah. So it's a little more natural feeling. The noise canceling is more natural and it cancels out more noise. So that's better on both fronts so it's better noise canceling and more natural sounding transparency mode which is when it like basically turns on a microphone so that you could hear the outside world on the old airpods pro it felt like it was amplified like you were talking into a microphone so it just felt weird it was good it worked well but like on this one when you turn on transparency mode it feels again really really natural and so transparency mode is significantly better. And where that definitely has the most impact is talking on the phone, using them. Because if you talk on the phone with the old AirPods, it really felt awkward. Like it either felt like your fingers were, were stuck in your ears and you had that like weird muffled sound or that you were like talking into a microphone and it was like really loud and weird. Now talking on the phone is a million times better. And then the third thing that's great is this one has a little speaker on the case. So if you lose the case, you could like hit like the find my AirPods and it'll make a noise. Can you really? Yeah. Oh man, I could not find them the other day and I didn't know you could do that. Yep. And oh. and when you put them on the charging mat. That's the first time they had that? Yeah. The old case didn't have any sound on it. And also, so this is this is an important one if you have a charging mat, which I, I, we, I think all three of us have like charging stations. It makes like a beeping noise to let you know that it's like properly on it to charge. 
Like oh, it lets you know good. it's charging. Because sometimes I'll put my yeah, old dude. AirPods and I walk away and I come back and the battery would, would, would be dead and I realized that like I didn't put it on the mat right. Yeah, it was a millimeter away from where it had to be. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So this one makes like a, a, a confirmation noise. And um, it's got MagSafe. This is like a random, I don't know why you would need this, but you can now charge the them with an Apple Watch charger. Like you could just stick it and like magnets to the that's to great the back though of it. yeah like I don't need it because I have the charging station but if you didn't have a charging station but you had an Apple yeah, Watch now, now you're you gonna can get it. you're gonna get new charging stations that are just that's not gonna have the mat anymore it's gonna stick like it's a gonna magnet. have just three little like the things coming up where you could just bing 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 yep. yeah yeah it's it has a lightning charging also I kind of love that so you yeah. can charge it pretty much any way yeah I love it it get to your point like I love um. I, it gives me like excuses. Like I just try to come up with excuses to listen to music. Yeah, I remember, gonna, I've, yeah. I've been doing that like the last week or so since I got them. Like so many things sound so good. Yeah, and it has the thing. And I think the old AirPods had this too, but it still impresses me. You could set the setting when you're watching something on like your iPad or whatever that if you turn away from it, it'll like change which ear it's coming out of. So it feels like you're watching it without headphones on. I don't know if I'm explaining that well. You are. Technology is awesome. So like if, if my iPad's to the left of me, it'll be louder in the left ear. If it's to the right of me, it'll be louder in the right ear as if I'm like in the room for real. I'm anyway. going to get them for myself for Christmas. That's a good, that's a good gift. You'd be your own scene. I'm going to justify it by doing that. The ends justify the means, man. So what was your original? The original? Uh, all right. So this weekend, uh, I took a very small weekend trip with my wife. We went apple picking in the Hudson Valley. We stayed in a... Uh, treehouse overnight which was really really cool uh on the way home my wife was like hey we should stop at this duluth trading company store in mawa new jersey like she had been reading she knows that i've had a problem with like socks and underwear for a while like i just can't find ones that i like and she was like they're supposed to have the best ones so we went to the store this store is awesome like every single piece of clothing that i saw in this store would be something that i would totally wear and i spent so much money there like, I was planning on buying, like, a couple of pairs of underwear and a couple of pairs of socks. I ended up buying a jacket, some shirts. My wife bought some pants. The place Love is great. It. They have great commercials. Uh, the pairs of, uh, in, in particular, not that everybody wants to know about my underwear, but I, I bought this pair of underwear that's, um, it's like, they're called Arctic Cools, where it's, like, supposed to keep you cool, like, throughout the course of the day. It does a great job so far. That's awesome, man. Um, are you wearing Duluth stuff right now? Uh, yeah. Is Sam Elliott their spokesperson, or is it just somebody that sounds like him? It might be a wannabe. I don't know. It's a good question. It has that you know the voice I'm talking about. Yeah, right? like the the cowboy voice. Yeah, the, it's super good. The the low cowboy voice. When I'm out on the range, <laughs> I wear my Duluth. <laughs> Keeps my balls nice and cool. Arctic blast. Oh, man. I'm- Speaking of cool, I'm looking at the show notes, and sometimes I like to give a little peek behind the curtain. The intro just says rippity dippity coolio. That's <laughs> what we went off for show notes to kick this off. Yeah, that whole 20 minute intro was based off of one bullet point that said rippity dippity coolio. So, rippity dippity is our way of saying rest in peace, I by the way. I keep glancing down at it, and like it's making me giggle. So we have this stupid joke in our group chat where we say rip in peace when somebody dies instead of rest in peace. So it's like when people say ATM machine, which drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
because the M is machine, whatever. Anyway, so Rip and Peace was always our joke. We do like Rip and Peace, Rip and Paradise, Rip and whatever we could think of. Rip and Pudding is Rip my Rip and Pumpernickel. <laughs> Rip and Pumpkin, Spice, Lattes. Um, but uh, one day I just, when like 11 people died in one day, we were running out of like funny things to say. I just wrote Rippity Dippity. That's and become like your thing now. Like now if we mentioned it, you're just like, ah, oh, Rippity Dippity. Rippity, yeah, it's like Rippity Dippity. Queen Elizabeth, Rippity Dippity. Anyway, so that was our show notes for the intro. Coolio, Rippity Dippity. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. He'll be missed. Um, I, I think he died on the turlet like uh, he did. Like Elvis Presley. Did. That's, that's, where the, that's where the truly great ones go. Yeah. That's why you can't push too hard, you know? Yeah, so I don't have a recommendation this week because I haven't had time to find anything new because all I've been doing is watching Mr. Ball and, on YouTube. Okay. Over four nights of work, I watched 39 of his videos. That's a lot of videos. Um, and they're incredible. And I got a text message from good friend and listener, Chuck. Chuck E. Cheese. And what he said to me was, the hell is it? <laughs> he wrote, now extremely addicted to Mr. Bowen. Thank you and damn you. <laughs> I love it. Well... You because you told me that they had a podcast version because I love I've been listening to Mr. Ball and I've been watching his YouTube for like I don't know the last like three or four months, but once you told me he had a podcast, game changer because now I could listen to him when I go to bed and not like worry about like my my phone like overheating with the, with YouTube just playing in the background. Yeah. So the nice thing about the podcast is it's some of the same cases from the like the same stories from the YouTube videos, except they're like an hour long as opposed to like twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Really good, really, really. So once I finish all of the videos, I'm then gonna do the the podcast ones, which he has on YouTube as well, which is nice for me at work to have something to look at while listening. Yeah, I listened uh, all last night actually. So what I have now, I have like special headphones that I I bought them for like ten bucks on Amazon that are made to like for like sleeping, so you could sleep on your side and it doesn't like crush your eardrums. You know what I'm talking about? Like the the air the buds themselves are like tiny. And um, the sound quality is terrible, but you could sleep on your side. So and you're not listening to music, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but so I listened to. I just had the Mr. Ball and podcast just rolling through. I woke up like wide awake at like three in the morning, and I was like, "Well, I'm not getting up for the day. I'm gonna just lay here." And I listened. I, I ripped through like two episodes, just sleep, like, lay in there, and then went back to sleep. Woke up again at like six thirty, and it was still playing. So. Yeah, Mr. Bond. We're going to get him on the show, man. I'm telling you. I would love to just pick that dude's brain. It's just the way like, he tells the so stories good? is so good. Like his like he's got like, How are you so good at this? He must have taken like a training class on how to tell a good story cuz he like the way he tells it is just so perfectly done. It's amazing. Just good voice inflection. So something funny is he has like a, a merch link on his YouTube. Yep. Have you ever looked at it? Yeah, it's like, it's just He flannels. sells his flannels. <laughs> yeah, it's just flannel shirts. He wears like the blue and the red, like red flannels when he does the videos and he yeah. literally sells them, dude. He's got like obviously the 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 show t-shirt, hat, and hoodie, but the two flannels are there. I think that's incredibly funny. It's awesome. He's very, <laughs> like, I love when he does like, instead of just saying like, just like my like my page and subscribe yeah. he like does a whole thing like take the take the subscribe button out for a seafood for di- yeah, dinner for a seafood dinner and then at the end of the night you know just slam on, this, yeah. on that button kindly yeah. obliterate the like button every episode yeah. it's different it's really good it's like you know put some sunscreen on the like button <laughs> because it's gonna be high uh you know uv rays today um yeah he's great 
He's actually the only YouTube channel that I actually clicked the the subscribe uh, uh, notification button, button the bell. and she was chose all. Oh, so that you'll He's get... He's the only channel I subscribe to that I do that for. I love that. He just inked a, uh, a deal with Amazon, so Good I don't know what him, they're going to do. Dude. They'll probably make it into like a full-on TV show on Amazon. Good. Prime. I'll watch every episode. Yeah. There was a show that I was watching that was equally as good but totally different vibe that um buzzfeed was doing but these guys went off and started their own company and now they don't do the show anymore which is very sad but it was also on um amazon prime and no it was on hulu and i can't freaking remember what it was called damn it what a terrible thing to bring up and not have the name what was it about it was two guys from they were buzzfeed employees and they created this um just like these videos where they would do the same thing where they would break down like unsolved mysteries. I think it was just called unsolved history. That's probably why I can't couldn't remember because it's like a generic name. Unsolved history. That's unsolved what it's called. Unsolved history? Unsolved colon history, maybe. It says here it's BuzzFeed Unsolved. BuzzFeed Unsolved. Colon. Damn it. <laughs> colon. BuzzFeeds. BuzzFeeds Unsolved. Um uh, either way, these two guys are, they do like the same thing as Mr. Ballin, except all of theirs don't have an answer. Like they're the ones that are still unsolved. And it's more. Ballins com- don't have an- Some don't of have- them. So, well, some they have do, like. He's also they, got 300 of them. So they like wrap up though. Like there's some sort of conclusion. Like where these are just like, eh, we don't know. Everybody thinks the, like, you know, the, they did an episode on Amelia Earhart. Like here are all the different, you know. Um, theories of what happened to her and then at the end they're like "Ah, I think it's this one but who knows yeah but he's got a ton that are like and they still haven't found him to this day and no one knows what happened yeah that's true so you should if you got if you like Mr. Ballin you should watch these BuzzFeed Uh, I'm not a a fan of BuzzFeed no but these guys that's why they went off on their own because I think they don't fit but you said they're not doing it anymore they started their own company but they have like six seasons that you can I haven't to. looked I have the uh, Wikipedia page open and it looks like it's being hosted by Young Tonka and Coke Boy Flip <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in podcast oh, man. anyway so anyway BuzzFeed Unsolved you should watch those too because it's, fu- it's like a fu- comical version <laughs> they joke around they make fun of each other during the show too it's funny Young Tonka. Can, can we pick out how funny rest in podcast is <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you guys heard it I thought that was I thought that was a dud joke. Thank you for acknowledging it. Resting podcast is perfect. <laughs> oh, does that have to be the episode name instead of Frig Frig Newton? Frigs Newton. Frigs Newton. Oh, is it Frigs Newton now? Resting podcast. Got, if we're going Frigs Newton Pro. <laughs> Frigs Newton. Resting podcast. Frigs Newton. Resting podcast. Colon. Frigs Newton it's Pro Max. You said the word colon too many times to not include it. Colon. Can we spell out colon? Is that weird? Yeah, no. did I go too far? I went too far. In my head, I got broken because I don't I don't know how to spell it. I think it's C. Oh God, I don't know how to spell colon either. C O A L I N. Colon. C O L E dash I N. It's. I think it's C O colon L I N. It's got a colon. Colon has. Is it O N? I think col. Which is the one that you know poop is formed in? I think they're all the same. So they named they named a piece of grammar after the like the last p- part on the poop train. <laughs> last stop colon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh 
Sorry. I just thought about the train station having like all the different stations were just small. Like, Next stop, were, small intestine. If you were a teacher, like that's how you do the, the poop anatomy lesson. Yeah, if anyone out there is a biology teacher, um, feel free to use my, You're my, my lesson because that's brilliant. First stop, stomach. No, wait. First stop, esophagus. Uh, wait, I, I mean, guess mouth. Mo- mouth. Yeah, first stop, mouth. Or kitchen. I don't know. I don't know how far you start. How far do you want to start? Yeah, how far do you That's start? That's the thing. Farm? Like, how yeah. far do you want to start? Last stop, turlet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jones? I don't, I don't know what's happening. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always know how the, the poop pot- train went off the rails. Then. Yeah, I I always know when a show is going bad. When I look over at Jones and he's got the face that he just the had confused on. face. Like, why? Why we? Why do anyone listen to this? And I I don't know the answer. So what's I, next? I know why people listen to this. We're super funny. Yeah, that's true. That's what it all comes down to. That's not what I say off the air. Yeah, <laughs> get off the air. You're like, guys, I don't know if I could do this anymore. You guys are embarrassing me. <laughs> Like, when, as soon as the record button goes on, it's all mayhem, and it's embarrassing and humiliating, and I don't want any part in it, of it. That's also why you have a fake stage name, I think. Because I don't do know if I? everyone knows that Mike Jones' last name is not really Jones. Why do I do that? I don't know. Because you hate us? Most, no. Mostly Eric. No, I, I don't know why I do that. That's all right. Whatever. Um, was that all our recommendations? Yeah, that's it. All right. So the next um, segment is Ask Us Anything. We got a couple the, the of good ones. The next and last. <laughs> the last segment on the left. Um, and Jones, I think you have a new um, intro, a uh, new segment song for this, right? I do, yeah. You want to tell everybody about it before we, before we kick it up and kick it over? Well, I didn't like the old one, so I redid it. Yeah. This one is a lot classier the other one was a little um felt like i was in an arcade in 1994 i think i'm going to streamline most of the bits going forward to sound more like the uh recommendation song like lounge music yeah jazzy goulet-ish goulet all right well the other one was very tron which isn't a bad thing yeah i think we're evolving. I felt like i was going to be sucked into the mixing board to have to save pomp we're evolving. Does that mean like our logo? Because our logo is very synthwave right now. I'm literally it... never changing our logo. Don't ask. Okay. I was going to say, what if we made it like just like a wooden mahogany logo? But I love the I love the way it is. No, it is perfect. I'm going to get a dinner for dessert uh, tattoo if you guys get one with me. Yeah. For real though. I'll literally go whenever to get that tattooed on me. Jones, would you get a dinner for dessert tattoo? It would depend. It doesn't have to be in a noticeable place. It could be like on your wiener head. On your, mm. it could be on your peach. Mm. Like mm. Un- under. Where would you get it? Since you have none, I'm uh, curious. I would probably get something like that. I would probably get on like my, like calf. Not my calf. Like the side of my leg somewhere. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. It's a good I'm gonna, I'll probably get it behind my ear. To be honest. Really? Is that a like thing? On the back of my neck. Like this area right here, so you can see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I feel like if anyone could pull that off, it's you. Um, I need a lot of tattoos. I, think I don't I'm have like do arm real estate left to put it. So yeah, we could. Yeah, that's a good. Point. And I don't want to squeeze it in like the middle of a, a a pirate sleeve and a traditional Japanese sleeve. It just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. So I'd have to put it somewhere like either like here on my hand or like behind my earish on my neck. Yeah, he was pointing to the. I don't know what that's between called. his thumb and his pointer yeah. finger, whatever that part of your hand is. Zero idea what that's called. Yeah. Frenulum? It's your frenulum. <laughs> your handulum? Handulum. 
That's true. It's your hand crotch. <laughs> this is my hand crotch right here between my thumb and my pointer finger is my hand crotch. I feel like that's a good name, hand crotch. What do you think, Jones? Hand crotch? I just want to keep saying hand crotch. Can you say hand crotch? Hand if you, crotch. If, yeah, because if you all say hand crotch, that it's real. Hand crotch. Boom. Hand crotch. It's a real term now. Boom. All right. Well, let's hear this new song. I'm excited. Eric, hit it. Now it's time for Ask Us Anything, featuring your hosts, Pom, Eric, and Mike Jones. Our first Ask Us Anything comes from uh, good pal Chuck. He asks, would you rather have a million dollars or have the Jets win the Super Bowl this season? Oh, jeez. Um, oh, God, I'm conflicted on this one. Because a million dollars is a big deal. I used to be conflicted. I, I think I would take the million dollars, yeah. but, but I actually would think about it for a while because the Jets winning the Super Bowl would make my life happier for a long time. Because, one, it would get like the monkey off our back that we haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969. And it would also mean that, like, theoretically, the Jets would be good for a little while, even after, hopefully. And so it would give me at least two to three seasons of happiness of watching football. Because I really, honestly, I think the thing I'm saddest about the Jets being bad is that something I used to look forward to, like Sunday football, like fall hoodies, having people over to watch the game, drinking beers, ordering wings and pizza, like all of that's gone now because nobody wants to come and watch sadness. So like Sunday football hangouts are not a thing anymore in my life. Yeah. And so that's why it's it's actually conflicting because it's like, what would I use that million dollars on? Probably some things to try to make myself happy. You know? Yeah, but then you wouldn't have to worry about the Jets because I gave up on sports. I don't like sports anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I take the million dollars. I watch Italian Premier League soccer now. That's it. Yeah. I watch uh, Ted Lasso. That's it. It's good enough. How about you, Eric? Million. You, easy. That's easy for you. How the about you? The only toss up I have is that I know how successful our rap careers are going to be. <laughs> and like a million dollars won't mean anything. Yeah, but like for now it does. Yeah. So I think I'll have to go with the million. Oh, we're going to go triple platinum. I'm going with the what million big too. Big, big Daddy Veal. You're going to do the million, Jones? I'm going to do the million, too. But I also, like, what do you think would be the actual dollar amount? Like, where you'd be like, all right, like, I'd rather have the Jets win. Uh, $100,000? I think a hundred. if you said $100,000 or or the Jets win a Super Bowl, I, I, might, I might pick the Super Bowl. Because that's a lot of money, but it's like, I don't know, if you offered me an extra money. year's salary, I'd probably take that over the Jets winning. 50,000? 20,000? What's the number? I don't I don't know if there is one. I think like 8,500 bucks for me. I hate them so much. Like I hate New York sports so much right now. Yeah. That she can be like screw you. I'll take I'll take $11.12 so you guys don't win. Yeah. Well, if the Jets win today, like I said last week, I think it was last week, 
I want to buy your uh, your nephew Nico uh, a, a jersey, a Garrett Wilson jersey. It's unfortunate they're going to go O for the rest of the year, and the poor kid's not going to get a jersey. Yeah, it's one in sixteen. Here we come. At least, like I told him though yesterday, I said I'd rather them, I guess, lose with Zach Wilson than lose with Flacco. Yeah. So I just, you know, I hate the fact that, and for the non-sports fans, sorry, we're talking about sports real quick, but I'm not you know, sorry. You could fast forward, whatever. I don't know. It's like the one time we get to get yeah. in a room together each week, so we have to. Yeah, like scroll through Instagram while while we talk about this if you're not interested. But um, I hate that Zach Wilson comes back with like 60% of the offensive line on injured reserve. I know. So he's got like practice squatters um, he's protecting gonna get, him. He's going to get gonna MDK'd get, again. He's going to get sacked 11 times tonight. 100%. And uh, and he's gonna fumble, and he's gonna throw a couple of picks, and everyone's gonna say Zach Wilson sucks, and they're not gonna understand football, which is that it's not Zach Wilson's fault, even though Fact. it'll say that he got the interception. Mm-hmm. What they won't understand is like he threw the interception because he's getting annihilated by three hundred pound <laughs> defensive linemen like every single play. This so. actually, this is funny enough, flows directly into question two, which is kind of great. Oh, okay, yeah, Jones, read what's what. So uh, the next question comes from Blank Man, and he says, "Will the Jets ever be good?" Um, nope. No, actually, when uh, when Joe Namath rippity dippities, yep, because it's the Namath curse that's keeping us from being successful. He met a crossroads devil, sold his soul to win a Super Bowl for the Jets, and his life is the is the blood on the contract. And yeah. as soon as he dies, the contract will be no more. And the Jets will be free from demon control. The curse will be lifted. I'm excited for that. So, no, you know, Namath, I hope you live, you know. Like, why a can't while, he go to the like, bathroom and die? Yeah. How come Coolio has to die, but Namath gets to live? Anyway. I hate Joe Namath so much. Yeah, he's creepy. He's a creepster. So, the answer is yes, the Jets will be good, but only after. In Namath our lifetime, dies. who knows? Yeah. Namath seems like he's going to stick around for a while. So, okay. you know. Hopefully, there's some, um, you know, he chokes on a ham sandwich or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't die. Don't die. I don't wish death no, on anyone. I, I die. Yeah. Eric does, though. All right. What's the next question? Next one comes from Mike Arnone. He uh, <laughs> says, what are the top three Entenmann's products? Ooh, so we put we put some choices down here, or did he put those choices? I, I just started writing it down. Cause cause I, I, didn't know I, I wrote the last one, assuming it was us. Yeah, I didn't know the name. I actually went on the Entenmann's website. Right before you guys got here, just to remember, make sure that I got the names right. Yeah. So my three favorites are already on this list. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. Yeah. I'll say my my number one favorite is the all butter loaf, which is also known as pound cake. I know it's boring to others, but to me, pound cake is friggin' delicious. No, it's good. It's not on my top three, but it's in my top five. If that makes you better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's okay? So, well, let's go in a rotation because there's a lot. So that's my first one is all butter loaf. What's your first? My favorite from them actually is funny because as a avid chocolate hater, the chocolate cake with the marshmallow uh, frosting on it is my favorite Entenmann's product. I get that. I get that because the marshmallow frosting is a is a is a good offset. To oh, the it's chocolate. incredible. That's a good one. How about you, Jonesy Malonzi? Apple puffs. Wow, that's a that's a curveball, but I like it. I no, like your style. Like Respect. number one, it's actually probably my top five. That's great. That's a good one. All right, what about your second pump? My second is um, the cheese Danish, and this was um, introduced to me by um, the late great 
uh, John Shulman. We lost him uh, to cancer a couple years ago, but it was his favorite. And he actually, the, off, the studio that we're in right here, he actually helped me paint this studio. And I said, I'll pay you, man. He's like, dude, just pay me in cheese Danish and we're good. <laughs> so we painted the studio and then I just fed him cheese Danish and we crushed an entire box of it I in one it. shot. And it was like, oh, dude, now I get why you love cheese Danish. Well, this makes me even happier than to say my second because it's cheese Danish. Damn, there you go. Which was all... My mother's boyfriend, Joe, growing up. You remember Joe, right? Yeah, Crab Shack Joe. Yeah, Yeah, Crab Shack Joe. (laughs) He was like the cheese Danish. It's the long rectangle, right? Yeah. yeah. He was like the junkie for that. It was always in that Limburg house growing up. I don't know if you remember. We used to eat it when we were kids. Oh, yeah. You probably forget. You say Shulman introduced you. I probably ate it when we were kids. Young teenagers, we would eat that in my kitchen before going out for the whole day. That was like our one meal. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, man. Jonesy? Number t- you're going to laugh at me so hard about this. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, number two for me is coconut custard pie. <laughs> Whatevs. Hey, we still love you, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have an accident in your new Duluth, <laughs> your new Duluth uh, underwears. After My mother and sister are like coconut custard whores. Yeah. That's their rap album <laughs> title. <laughs> Uh, it's an album title right there. Um, All right, so number three. Okay, so my number three. Um, so this is a little tricky one because it's not like my favorite favorite, but it's one of those things where it's at if it's at like a party, I can't stop eating them. It's the little like chewy chocolate chip cookie ones. Yeah. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Just yeah. a box of like little mini chocolate chip cookies. Our friend Dokes is like that's his kryptonite. Yeah, they're when so we good. used to we used to live together in Long Beach. We would walk home at night and get like something to eat from Beach Bagel, and he would always get a box of those cookies and eat the whole thing before bed. Oh, so good. The whole box. That's like his... He can't be around those, or he just murders them. Yeah. They're, oh, they're amazing. So those are my actually my number five. No, they're my number four. Okay. Um, Butterloaf being my five. Okay. What, what, uh, what's your second? What's your third? What my are, oh, third, though, yeah. is the crumb cake. Yeah. Because the topping on crumb cake is so dumb good. Yes. Like it's it's sick. I uh I couldn't agree more. So funny enough, um so my wife's family, they all love crumb cake too, which I which I love. One day we got it was like a family party and her father got some super famous bakeries crumb cake. And um like true authentic like New York style crumb cake where like it didn't it came in like a it was in like a to-go bag like you know what I mean it was like in one of those like paper bags that you get pizza when you just order like one slice in a bag and also got Entenmann's crumb cake because he knew there wasn't enough of it and he figured he'd give the kids like my my kids the um the Entenmann's as like the backup dude I ate both of them back to back, and I tell you, the Entenmann's won. Yeah, bro, it's legit. It was better than the like super famous yep. like Mulberry Street like Little Italy crumb cake. This one was better. I don't know where it was Amen. from. I just made that up. I don't know where he bought it, but nah, it was, but we where, get the we get it. It was like a famous bakery in Brooklyn or something. But what, anyway, what about you, Jones? Uh, three for me is Louisiana crunch cake. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Wow. Have it's you ever a, seen that? Uh, nope. <laughs> it's a it's like a tall pound cake. Uh, it has like coconut shavings on the outside of it. 
brown. Mm. Super good. I'll try it. So here's what I've learned. The reason I don't know what it is is because I'm not a coconut guy. Oh, okay. So your two and three are immediately wiped for me because I, I just wouldn't flock toward them because I don't love coconut. Yeah, I used to be anti-coconut, but now I'm starting to love them. You know what brought me into the coconut game, of all things? Almond Joys. Like, I never liked coconut until I until I started eating Almond Joys. I'm like, wow. Almond Joys are trash. Yeah, you're trash. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> Pina Colada is a great drink. I'll forgive you just for the sake of I like podcast. Pina, I like Pina Coladas. There you go. I like key lime pie. Is that weird? Oh, I love key, key lime, lime pie. pie. is so good. That's it, like, if we're just doing desserts in general, not Entenmann's, key lime pie is in my top three. I If I go anywhere, any restaurant that has key lime pie, I, I will every time, immediately order it. Me too. It's not around enough. Brian, I feel like it needs Brian to be. Brian Cooper has it. The steakhouse, my favorite steakhouse. It's got key lime pie. And it is the tits. I got it the them. other night. All right. So what's that Brazilian steakhouse that's like really popular right now? There's Where? a few. The one at Carl Place? Um, mm. uh, I, I know what the name is. I just don't know how to say it. So I want one of you guys Churrasco to say it. No, that's just that's the type. No, that's the, that's the Portuguese. Yeah. Churrascaria uh, means, just means barbecue. I went there not too long ago. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, well, keep going. We'll, we'll, uh, that place has a key lime pie for dessert. I got it recently. Fogo de Chao. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's how I say it too. Yeah. Yeah, that place has a key lime pie that is so good. It's like, it, it came, it was like such a small piece. And I'm like, oh, I got gypped. And I took one spoonful bite and I was like, that's amazing. Like, I don't know who made this or if this is like from a box or something, but it's perfect. Damn, now I want key lime pie. Like, for real. Fogo de Chao is fine, um, but I am still a Barato or Carvalho's guy through with their own Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese over Brazilian, uh, over in my Brazilian. opinion. Yeah. For those who don't know um, the nuance there, so the whole churrascaria thing was started by the Portuguese, I believe. And um, you know, don't don't fact check me on that because I don't <laughs> know. But and then um, most of Brazil is, you know, Portuguese influenced. Like all the Portuguese went to Brazil, and that's why everyone there speaks Portuguese and not Spanish. A little fun fact, um, but. The difference between the Brazilian version of Trascaria and the Portuguese one is like the Brazilian one's like a little bit more like flashy, a little cheap, not cheesy. That's not the right word, but a little bit more like over the top. Like they give you that little like thing with the red and the green that you flip over. Yeah, no need. And like, yeah, it's a little bit more like, I don't know, like it feels more like a chain restaurant vibe. Like it feels like going to uh, Outback Steakhouse versus going to, you know, um, Peter Luger's. Whereas the Portuguese place is more like going to Peter Luger's. Like it's like a little bit more like authentic, old school, white tablecloth. Zero flash. No flash, just delicious food. The Rodizio is is great either place. Just endless meats is fantastic. Yeah. But I'm always going to choose Portuguese. I'm actually taking some guys from work on the 18th. They've never been. We're going to uh, Carvalho's, the the younger brother of Barada. Nice, nice. That's so much closer to me. It's right on Sunrise and it's in bigger. Belmore. It's got more yeah, space. It's, nice. it's got more leg room for you. I haven't lights. been there in a long time, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Damn, I, have that- to, I have to drive by there every day to go to work. And if I get stuck at that red light, I'm so mad because it's just <laughs> yeah. I smell the it's restaurant. Good. It's good. Now I want both a Trascaria, a meal, and a key lime pie. Damn. Didn't we go there? Did we go there for your birthday or Kathy's birthday one year? Um, I think we went there for your birthday. Was it? <laughs> Yeah, it was your birthday, I think. Sweet. I think, right? Somebody. We celebrated somebody's birthday. Maybe it was was, Kathy's. And it was a good time. Uh, That's all I know. 
It was a good time, though. You know what's crazy? I've never been to that one in Belmore. Oh, it's great. It's been, good. I it's, went with you guys to the one in Mineola. That yeah. one's really good. Yeah, the Mineola yeah. one is like small and. It's like, the original, but they're literally all the same restaurant, same exact menu, same exact yeah. everything. Awesome. The all three right. brothers had a fight. You know the story? The yeah. three brothers who owned Barada got into a beef, whatever it was, and the two took their share out of the first place Barada, and they each opened their own. What's the third one? I'm not sure because it's not like close to me. Oh. But Carvalho's happens to be the second brother, and he opened it like down Sunrise Highway from me in Belmore. That's perfect. So it's wonderful. Damn, I'm so hungry now. Jeez. That's why the food is identical because yeah. it's the same exact thing. Same recipes. I love it. All right, Jones, we got le- one last question. The last question comes from Lucy, and she asks, what's our favorite Halloween movie? Uh, I'm going to say The Shining. Yeah, huh? Yeah, it's scary as hell. I need like a clarification on that. Like, does she mean like they acknowledge Halloween in the movie or a movie that you like to watch during Halloween time? Uh, I would like to say um, I answered it under the assumption that she meant like horror movie. Because if it's a movie that's not scary, that takes place in Halloween, I don't know if that counts. My answer is it works either way because it's Halloween. So, oh, yeah, I forgot about Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Nothing, nothing scarier than that original Halloween. It's so fantastic, so good. It very understated in its creepiness because they it was really low budget. Yeah, and it, but it works. You know, they 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 were so low budget that they just got like one of the guys that like worked on the set to be Michael Myers. Yeah, they're like, can you just uh just stand there and uh. I don't know. Put this mask on. They they found the William Shatner mask out of like a at like a. You watch, You know this because you watched the thing the movies on Netflix, that made right? Us, yeah. yeah, I know that too. They just had like a really tall guy that worked on the set, uh, was not an actor. Yep. And then they were like, "Well, we need to make him scary, whatever." So they went to like a costume store, like a regular one that like we would go to to get like a Halloween costume, like Party City, and they found like a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask. They cut the eyes out to be like bigger holes, mm-hmm. and then they just spray painted it white, and, and that's the rest it. Was history, and that's the Halloween. And that guy mask. was was Michael Myers in the movies. Like, yeah, that's it. Going forward, and he never acted a day in his life. He talks about that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. How about you, Jonesy Malonezy? Uh, I'm going to say, if I'm going with a Halloween acknowledging movie, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown is up there. Solid, good call. If I'm going for any other. Like, just the thing I like to watch at this time of year, uh, Beetlejuice is right up there. Nice. Oh, good answers. Damn. Good answer, you bro. just crushed it. I kind of, I take back my Shining. You can't. No, Shining's awesome. Yeah. I probably would have said that had you not. I just think that's, the, to me, that's the creepiest movie of all time. I really, like, it's it's like not over the top. It's just creepy. The Shining is, like, the reason that, like, Empty hallways are scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the first time in my life I remember being scared as a kid. Yeah. I watched it. I shouldn't have been able to watch it. I was very young. I, was, I wasn't even living in Limburg yet, so I was like, I'm talking like five, six. Yeah. And my mom was dating this, this weird guy, and we were at his, his house or his dad's house or something, and everybody was watching in the living room, and I watched the whole movie, and we were getting ready to go home. I'm like, all right, go get your shoes, and they were like across a hallway into another room, and it was all dark, and I was like, no. Yeah, that's a hard Like, one. I wouldn't go into that room to get my shoes. I was so wow. petrified yeah. from that movie. First time in my life I remember being scared. Yeah. Like, a lot of people say The Exorcist is one of the scariest movies of all time. Like, that's like, uh, It's yeah. more gross than, sca- than yeah, it's, scary. It's more like, yeah, it's actually sad. I feel like when I watch The Exorcist, I just feel sad. 
Like, it's like, that sucks for that girl. <laughs> you know? You know what the problem is? I don't, I'm not scared, though. I'm not, like, worried I'm going to get possessed by the devil. But The Shining is, makes me scared of every... The Shining? The Shining. Th- these Shining um, <laughs> uh, makes me made me scared of every hallway in yeah. every house, in every room. Like, walking into an empty room, like, walking into a bathroom got scary all of a sudden. Like, everything's just scary after that. Anyway... I feel like The Exorcist, the problem with The Exorcist is that we can't go back to the 70s and watch it when it came out. Because, fair enough, that seems like, you know, everything was like sitcoms and garbage and then that comes out and it's like, whoa. But now we have the benefit of seeing like newer, better horror movies that make that look not so great. That's fair, but you could apply that same logic to The Shining and it's, but The Shining still holds up. Well, that's why I would say The Shining is better than The Exorcist. Yeah, I agree. To, from the timelessness factor, The Shining's still scary. Whereas if you watch, you know, if you watch like the original Psycho, it's not really that scary anymore. But it was probably scary as hell in the 1960s. And the remake, you got to see Anne Hage's butthole, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. Rest in peace. Rippity dippity. Rippity dippity. All right, guys. This was a good episode. Good work. I give it if an you would have asked me when we first started this podcast if I'd be able to get the sentence Anne Hage's butthole on the show. I probably would have said no. Yeah. It's a hard, hard thing to pepper into an episode. I'm so glad I just got to pull that off. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Vince Vaughn was in that too, and he, and he wasn't funny, which is weird. Yeah, it's awkward to see him not be Vince Vaughn, because he's basically one one gear yeah. as an actor. Except for Brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah, whenever he... Yeah, Did he, you see it? Yes. He was really good in that. He was really good in it and not funny. Yeah. He was badass. Yeah. You ever see that movie, Jones? No. Cool flick. It's a good movie. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Great work, guys. Eric, you yeah. want to do your sign-off thingy? Uh, listen, I guess just keep responding to our uh, to our stories and, and asking us questions and telling us how much you enjoy our feedbacks and how great we are. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for stroking <laughs> our egos. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, go get some AirPods Pro. Yep. And uh, some Tacos Bell. Yep. And, and some uh, Figs Newton. And some Figs Newton, colon. And uh, until <laughs> until next time. We love you guys. Bye. Peace.